up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 97, Getting What You Want. Before we dive in, just a quick reminder that if you've been on the fence for a while, you're not sure if you want to work together or not, we have some options for you moving forward. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com where you can talk to yours truly for 30 minutes. I'm all yours. Or you can join me at one of the upcoming events on January 19th. I'm hosting a free marketing workshop at the Aurora Public Library. This is a virtual workshop on Zoom. You can find all of the details for this event on their website under the events page. You can just search by date or event and it should pop up. It's Marketing 101. So Marketing Power Hour, where we're going to dive into all of these marketing concepts that we talk about, like target audience, mission statement, goals, um, next steps, and you'll get a one-page brand guide template so that you can compile all of your answers in one pretty little sheet. And that is, again, a one-hour workshop um, on January 19th. And then we're doing a Tammy Helfrich and I, who is a life coach, are doing hosting a Raise Your Vibe networking and social on Zoom on January 20th at 7 p.m. And this is for anyone who is missing community and connection and just looking to raise your vibe. You know, the 2020 has uh, come in hot so far. So if you are like me and you just kind of looking to get into, um, I don't know, just not a better mindset, but maybe just like shift years from 2020 to 2021. This is a great opportunity to do that. So that's on Wednesday, January 20th at 7 p.m. And you can message me for the link or find the event on Facebook and we will send you the registration link. All right. Today, we're talking about getting what you want. This is also known as a life coaching concept called the capacity to have. And Brooke Castillo is a life coach, very successful life coach, who has a really great podcast. And I recommend if you're into that sort of thing, checking that out on um, wherever you listen to podcasts. But she defines the capacity to have as the ability to be with, to have success in whatever way it is you define that. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about the business we want to create, the life we want to create, the relationships we want, the finances we want, just overall success. But it's not often that we talk about what happens when you achieve those things, when you get what you want. Maybe you've been wanting or waiting to achieve that goal for a long time, and now you have. And so what happens now? What happens now that you've achieved that goal? In the last episode, we talked about, so episode 96, creating a sustainable business, we talked about asking yourself, 
what you think will change about you or your life or your mindset or your emotions when you hit your goal, whatever that goal is, right? And for most of us, when we hit our goals, the problems don't go away. They just become different problems, right? Like you guys have all heard that phrase, more money, more problems, because it's true. You don't hit a magic number on the scale and then suddenly all of your problems go away because you can fit into a better pair, uh, a better, geez, a smaller pair of jeans. Smaller doesn't mean better, okay? <laughs> Jeez, I'm just like walking into these innuendos. All right, all right. <clears throat> um, so what happens? So how do, we, how do we handle that? How do you handle success? What, what do you do when you get what you want? This has come up recently. Um, I have, you know, I've talked about it here. Last year was a great year for all of my clients, for myself personally. I was able to double my income in one of the craziest, busiest years of my life Um, and in a smaller amount of time because we had, you know, in the last episode, I was just talking about all the things that that we had going on personally. Um, So that actually meant I was spending less time on my business and I made more money in it. And so that's what I mean by creating a sustainable business, right? That is sustainable. Spending less time, making more money. Yeah, that's that's a business practice I can get behind. So how do we... So what do we do then? So now I'm in this position, right, where I'm looking back at last year, I'm starting to have meetings with clients in January where we are reflecting on the past year and their successes and the goals that they've achieved. And two things are coming up. So two examples. One, hitting income goals, right? So many of us have income goals, and this could be a goal that leverages you out of your full or part-time job into your business full-time. This could be just be a goal that you and your significant other have set for each other. Like, yes, this would be awesome if you could contribute 50-50 to our household income, like our to paying our bills, right? Splitting the bills. Or maybe it's just personal. Like you just have your own number for whatever reason. Um, So when you hit your income goals and you are maybe not used to so much money sitting in your bank account, or maybe you're not used to paying all of your bills on time or being able to contribute to your household in that way, um, what comes up for you? right? Like what comes up for you now that you are that person? You are, you have hit that goal. You are the person that makes well into five or six figures a month, right? What is that like? This is where, this is a shift in identity and a, a, honestly, it's like an earthquake or like a, a foundation rocking identity shift about in the way we believe what we believe about ourselves and the way we think about ourselves so and maybe you're not having issues like this maybe you like you hit your income goals and you're like hell yeah I always knew I was gonna do that and then you just keep it moving on 
to something else, okay? So maybe you have to find whatever that is for you here. Um, but I'm seeing it come up with clients and money. And this is something, you know, I have long worked on my own money mindset and my relationship with money. And I was just talking to my sister about it earlier today. And so how are you handling having money? Just observe it, first of all. Just observe, like, what is your, what was your relationship with money? And maybe now that you've achieved those goals, how are you handling what is your your new relationship with money? And if you're not quite there yet, think about the relationship you want to have with money. Do you want to be a person that just has money in the bank account, right? The person who doesn't have to worry about it, like waiting, the living paycheck to paycheck, right? That's a phrase we hear all the time, living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you have finally surpass that in your life. And what are you, how are you (laughs) reacting to that? Are you trying to rush and spend your money or like put it in other places because you feel like it's burning a hole in your pocket or you're worried about losing it and never making it again? Or are you calm and you're okay with seeing more commas in your bank account balance than you've ever seen before? And you feel like this is your natural path. It was where you're meant to be. And maybe there's no other feelings coming up, but I would just encourage you to question that. And if you're not there yet and you haven't achieved your income goals, think about that too. Like when you achieve your income goals, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel worried or panicked because you have more money than you have before and you don't want to lose it? Or do you want to relax into the fact that you created that amount of money and even if you lost it, you'd be able to create it again? Because if you think that you creating that amount of money is a fluke, you are discrediting, especially if you work with me, discrediting all of the work that we've done together to build a business that is sustainable and to have a mindset and a, a practice like marketing and otherwise that where you achieve your goals, that you can create anything you want. So don't write off your successes as a fluke. They're not. Like so, especially if we work together, you achieving this goal was part of the plan. That's a really helpful thought for me sometimes when I'm struggling with achieving my goals or in... By struggling with achieving my goals, so this can look different for everyone too, but I just tend to breeze past them. Like I I just barely acknowledge them and then keep it moving. And so for me, it's taking time to sit with and acknowledge like the work and the planning and the effort and the energy that went into achieving that goal. And then when I do achieve that goal, celebrating it and it just kind of really acknowledging where I'm at and accepting that yeah like i'm i am this type of person i set goals and i achieve them this is not new and it's not surprising but it's also not a fluke right this is who i am um a book a good book here if you're looking for help on money mindset stuff is you are a badass at making money so in that book she jen i always forget her last name um her first name is jen but she has um, exercises at the end of each chapter to really help you. It's just really about cultivating an awareness around your mindset and then understanding like 
the flow of money and energetically and um, that it, you know, money is always flowing. It's just like your marketing plan. Like your marketing plan is always working even when you're not working on your marketing, right? You, and by now you, if you've been listening to this consistently or we work together, you know that you trust that it's just, it's part of the plan. We're getting to a point, especially, you know, once I start working with clients for six months, a year, two years, where things just start to flow and people come to me and like, oh my God, can you believe this? Like this opportunity popped up. You're not going to believe how these things aligned. You're not going to believe this. I can't like count how many times clients have started meetings that way. And it's because we have gotten you in a place of alignment with you and your business where you're creating a business that you want and it feels good and it's coming from a good place. And so when that happens, you're going to start achieving goals like you've never had before, like you never have before. And so then you're gonna, this concept is going to come up, your capacity to have. And another way this can come up, right, around getting what you want is when you achieve your scheduling goals. So I had a client the other day um, and we were just talking about how she was driving to work and she like couldn't believe it. Like she was just overcome with the fact that, wow, this is my life. Like this is, this is my job. Like I get to go to work and I get to do the thing I love and be around people I love in an environment that I created from the bottom up from ground zero. And she felt undeserving of that, right? She felt like, well, who am I to have this life where I have time to spend with my family and time to pursue my hobbies as well as a job that doesn't feel like work. It's just something that I love to do and I love to show up for. And now this isn't to say she doesn't have bad days and to not discredit the amount of work and in some degree sacrifice that goes into these things. But I want to get away from the narrative that I've been hearing a lot lately where you have to, you feel like you have to sacrifice something, right? In order to run my own business, I have to sacrifice making the income that I want. And this is something that comes up with me and my friends a lot because of course I took a pay cut when I left my marketing director role to start my own business, but that's temporary, right? Because in the long run, my business and I will make so much more money than most people I know on the corporate track because their income will will peak, right? They will top out at a certain point. Even if you're in sales and things, there's just usually a cap. There's not in the corporate world, like in, in one position, an infinite flow of money there. Whereas as an entrepreneur, you have an infinite number of ways you can make money and you can grow your business and you can run your life. Um, so there's this idea that we have to sacrifice things. And for a lot of people, it comes down to sacrificing their day-to-day happiness to have a job that provides them an amount of money that they deem to be worth the time they're giving to that job or it's the benefits or, you know, there, there are other factors, right? Maybe you have kids and you're like, okay, I have to stay at this job because I need the benefits, right? And so not... If you're aware of that sacrifice and you choose that, that's the point is that we all have choices. So like if you choose a path that 
allows you to be happy going to work every day and to look forward to what you're doing, that doesn't make you any better or more or less deserving than anyone else you know. It just means you made a different choice. And that's okay. And this goes back to the capacity to have. It's the capacity to have the life that you want. How do you react and respond to getting what you want, what you set out to get in your life? Do you get there and do you say like, holy shit, what am I doing here? You know, like I don't deserve this. Why Why do I get this life? Why do I get to work you know, less time than anyone I know and love what I do and make more money than anyone I know. Why do, you know, and it can feel, sometimes I feel like that too. It's like, well, because I come from a family where my mom is in corporate America. She works very long days. She has for a long time. And, you know, her motivation to stay in that job in the beginning was because she was a single mom with two kids and she needed the benefits and she needed the consistent income. And she's gotten to a place now so many years later that she's comfortable there. And I think me watching her give so much time to a job that I feel like a lot of times didn't respect who she was creatively, individually, emotionally, um, made me pursue a different path. I didn't want to, I don't want to work 12 hour days. I don't, I have for sure. And I've worked, you know, I've worked 18 hour days and then gotten my, my money at the end of the day and be like, damn, was that worth it? I don't know if that was worth it, you know? And so I chose a different path, but I also chose not to have kids at a young age and to remain single. So I was only responsible for myself And I chose to live at home until I was 30 on and off. You know, I did go to college for four years. I did live in Virginia Beach for four years. But, and I'm fortunate that I had an, you know, a home base like that where my mom was willing to allow me to live there to pursue these things. And so we all have choices. And because you make different choices in your life compared to, Maybe this comes up with friends. Maybe it comes up with old coworkers or family members. Um, But everyone has a choice. And you can't make choices for other people, even if you want to, even if you see what they're like. I had a friend the other day who told me that she knew in order to afford the lifestyle that she wants on a day-to-day basis that she has to be miserable every day and she has to stay in a job that makes her miserable because there's no way, like she didn't say this part, but this is where that train of thought goes because there's no way that she could ever make as much money as she's making in her miserable job and be happy doing it. And that, my friends, is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. You can have your income goals. You can have your time with family. You can have time to pursue your passions or to have slow mornings and hang out with your dog or, you know, work out in the middle of the afternoon or take a bath. Or you can work. You know, you can work 10 hours a day if you're fulfilled by work. 
And that's what, or you can create a schedule or maybe you work like a nurse works three 12 hour days or whatever. It's the, the point is those are all choices and how you show up for those choices and how you own those choices is also a choice. So you get to choose how you handle achieving your goals and how you receive what you said you wanted in your life, whether it's income or maybe it's weight loss or fitness related or you know maybe it's relationships with family um, or friends. We all have a choice in that goes back to choosing how we receive. I had this, um, okay, well, sometimes I see an energy lady and I did that. And so she does Reiki, but she also does a lot of other things. So um, anyway, she's great. If you want her information, let me know. It, and be careful with that too. You have to be careful with the energy again, like be careful with who you allow into your into your bubble, right? Um, so she gave me this quote the other day, and it was, my heart is open to give and receive. And we inserted love, because that's what I was working on at the time. But because um, that, you know, my walls are built up very high. There is a freaking fortress around <laughs> my... <laughs> my heart and my emotions sometimes. And I have been doing a lot of work to chip away at that. But, um, and you can insert anything in that blank. My heart is open to give and receive love, money, relationships, success. You know, like you can insert anything you want in there because this is about getting clear on what you want and then not freaking out when that happens for you because it's going to happen. If you're clear on it and you do the work, you put in, you show up consistently, you show up calmly, you know, and you're patient for the results, like the results will come. And I think that's what some of my clients are learning or have learned, you know, the biggest takeaway from 2020 is that like, holy shit, I can actually, like, I'm actually doing this. I have actually built the business that I wanted to build that I've been dreaming about. And now what? And what if there is no next thing? Like, what if that's it? You're like, yeah, this is great. I could stay here for a while. Or maybe you have bigger goals but you don't, don't push through your achievement on these ones and don't bypass your feelings around getting what you want right now because when you achieve the next thing, those feelings are going to come up again or they're going to show up in other ways. So be aware of it. How do you receive in your life? Again, the capacity to have is defined as the ability to be with, to have success in whatever way it is you define that. And then it's relaxing into that, right? So if it's a money thing, it's not rushing to do anything with the money that's in your bank account and just letting it be there. 
Don't rush to put invest it. Don't rush to put it into savings or other accounts for your kids or anything. Just let it be there for a little bit. Get used to having that money. Get used to being the type of person that has an abundance of money in their bank account. Or when it comes to your schedule, get used to being the person that isn't rushing from thing to thing and has time to pursue things like self-care and hobbies and picking the kid up from school and, you know, taking a, I always say this, but taking a bath in the middle of the day, I honestly is like, to me, one of the biggest luxuries of working from home and working for yourself is that you can take a bath whenever you want to, you know? And like, for me too, now that we have a new house is like appreciating the fact that I have an office and we have two bathrooms. Like you can just, part of this is just being grateful for what you have and appreciating what you have instead of, and allowing yourself to really enjoy the moment instead of letting all these other feelings of being undeserving or feeling guilty or um, not feeling worthy or, you know, being anxious or panicky or worried about or fearful, like not letting those feelings ruin such a good moment and really having the capacity within you to enjoy this moment. So think about that. And I'm sure if you, if this doesn't apply to your business yet, because you haven't hit the goals that you want to in your business yet, I'm sure it applies in other areas of your life. Think back to a time when you have achieved goals and how did that resonate with you? I feel like I'm still grasping the fact that I have achieved some of the things that I have in my life. You know, and a an an exercise for you to do would be to make a list of all the things, all the goals that you have achieved in your life and how you felt about them maybe how you felt about them then and how you feel about them now looking back or just in general, like how do you feel about that? Like it was a a big deal for me to graduate from college because I went to, I went away to a four-year university and my mom's side of the family and my dad's um, at the time, I was the first person to do that. Uh, I have had a couple cousins do that since, but I was the first one to go away, to do it in four years. I went to a Big Ten school. And like, I don't think at the time I was able to grasp like what a milestone that was, not only for me, but for my entire family. And that's something that I'm still like processing to this day because that's a big achievement. Um, Obviously it's not, it. well, I guess it, it you know, I was gonna say it's not a defining achievement, like if you didn't go to college or did go to college, you know, in the entrepreneurial world, those things matter a lot less than in some other professions. But um, but it was because that was a big fucking deal. And see, right there in that moment, I tried to like undermine that achievement. And so just those little things, that's what I'm talking about. Pay attention to the way you talk to yourself about your achievements and when you get what you want and what that means about you or what it means about other people. Um, So don't compare yourself either. 
or, you know, what it means about you compared to other people. Like that's, that's not part of the equation. You just made a different choice and, and you continue to make intentional choices. And that leads you to achieving your goals. And so don't be surprised when it happens. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you're ready to work together, schedule a free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com or join one of the free workshops. These are going to be ongoing throughout the year. So just check my Instagram um, for up-to-date or I usually put them in the beginning of the episode, the podcast episode, if you're listening in real time. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you have a great day.